Welcome, welcome, everybody, to a another wonderful episode of uh, Wave of the Future, also known as WFS. We are a, a panel discussion show covering a few happenings in news, society, and culture, which is a nice little dash of uh, comedy, or at least some things that we think are funny. Uh, in this uh, week's episode, we'll discuss the uh, life expectancy drop here in the United States. Uh, We'll also give you a nice little update on the uh, Tennessee House of Representatives situation. Um, And there's a nice little uh, lawsuit coming in with Tesla and their cameras. Uh, But before we get into all of that, just wanted to check in with the guys. We got the man, the myth, the legend back in the house this episode, Mr. Carr. Man. Carson. Thanks, guys. How you doing, sir? We missed you, bro. I missed y'all, too. <laughs> oh, man. It was, a, it was a tumultuous week, and thanks for paying my bill. I appreciate that. Just to get that out of the way. Yeah, it'll be 750 I, sir. I hope there's no more zeros attached to that, because I really can't afford that. <laughs> it was a crazy week. Um, did a little bit of extra work. Also ended up with Pink Eye. So as you guys see me right now on camera, I got a little bit of the pink eye left, but uh, we're on the up and up now. So I think coming back together is going to make me feel better overall, for sure. You know, he's podding on the internet. Oh, yeah, with that pink eye. <laughs> <laughs> it was bad. Give me six feet. It was super bad. Like Friday, I looked like one of them little baby kitties at the shelter. Like couldn't open my eyes. I was like, oh, oh. No. It was bad. It was bad. Real bad. <laughs> I'm better now. Bad, bad. Not good. Yeah. <laughs> Glad you're doing all right, man. Glad you're doing all right. Yeah, man. Yeah. Glad to have you back. Yeah, it's good to be band, back. The band's back together. We got our we got our bass player. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> Can't rock without me, guys. But yeah, Can't I appreciate do it, man. Y'all. It was different type of wave without you, man. It was good. I, I still listen, like I was telling these guys, I was listening like a fan and it still flowed perfect. It was good. Well, we appreciate that, brother. We do we really do. Yes, Thank you, man. How about yourself, Mr. E? How you doing today, brother? Uh, getting ready for this trip. I'm heading out to uh, Oxnard, just outside of L.A. I'll be flying out Thursday. And uh, my man, R, and his fiance E, they're going to tie the knot. I'm uh, one of the best men there. Well, it may be the only one now. We'll see. But that's a whole other story. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm going to uh, scream, don't do it. No! <laughs> and freak everybody out. So, no, I'm pretty good, man. Just trying to get Sound everything advice. right. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Tap on the glass, say something crazy. No. Uh, just going to just going to have a good time with them, man, and I'm really happy for those two. His his fiance is super super cool. Like she's the homie. So, I can't wait till they come visit. We'll definitely have to have them on as guests or something cuz they are wild. Yeah. They are a riot. So Ooh. that's gonna be a that's gonna be one we gotta do. We get all the mics set up in the room, man. Oh have, yeah. Have a have a little fun be beforehand nice. and just oh, yeah. sit down and, and rap for a little bit, man. Yeah, that <laughs> sounds like a good time. Yeah, yeah. I th- he he's pretty chill. She'll probably do more talking than he will. <laughs> so but yeah, that, that, that gang's delicious. That's where my oldest friend in San Antonio, man. He used to come around shit. He's been around the family for a long time. So well, congratulations. Congratulations, yeah. man. And enjoy the next stage of your life. It's the like most wonderful, horrible thing that you can ever do as a married man. Like I wouldn't <laughs> live without it, but like I always want to. <laughs> it's like I don't know how else to put that. Love my wife. So I guess for me on my check-in, I'm gonna give a shout out to my wife because I just banish myself to the couch for the next seven yeah. years on that one. Yeah, man. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but, but, but all love. we went, uh, we went to the zoo, man. I took my kids to the zoo. I think last time my big one had been to the zoo was like four years ago. Mm. My little one's never been to the zoo. 
took oh, wow. my mom. Um, so it was cool. We got to do that. Um, I went on a Sunday, which if you can go to the zoo on a weekday, I recommend going to the zoo on a weekday. Absolutely. It was fun though. Most of the animals were out. I think there was only like one bear we didn't get to see, but they mm-hmm. saw snakes and lions and tigers and bears. Oh my. Um, so, <laughs> so it was good times, man. Good saw times. Saw a little p- picture of y'all hanging with the kangaroo. That was cool. We didn't do that last yeah, time. Yeah, we, we got to nice. do like the whole kangaroo touch. We, I, I, we, we went in. I normally, I'm very subconscious of the way I do things when I go out with my kids. We don't do everything and anything, but. Yeah. My big one, she was supposed to go on her first field trip mm-hmm. to a farm maybe two weeks ago. Um, and it got canceled because of the rain, mm-hmm. and she was heartbroken. So yeah. like, I was like, I'm going to take you to the zoo. We're going to do everything that we can do. So she got her face painted. We did the kangaroo thing. We tried to do the giraffe feeding thing, but they closed the gates five minutes before they were supposed to. I was very upset. Oh, man. <sighs> really, my wife was upset. Um, she loves giraffes. But we got to do just you know a little bit of everything, pizza. They do sell beverages for adults at the zoo in san antonio so well tell ellie next time <laughs> just you know just just for those folks who are thinking about going out there there's a there's a little bit of a relaxation in that but yeah man uh but carmen you're back with us i just what's been going on man what's uh what's uh revving up the car this week so this is something i've been talking about with edge for a little bit um I was hitting it off with a nice young lady on a dating application. This is like my first time really kind of flowing with it too. I was having a good time. I was like just going back and forth. We're, we're vibing a little bit. And uh, I was just going to put it out there. Like she didn't look like her pictures, bro. Like she just did not. And I, I appreciated the time that we put in and everything, but ultimately I had to just let her know she wasn't really what I was looking for. So There's plenty of other fish out there in the sea, but I just kind of made that resolution within myself not to settle and to do it sweetly too. So, oh, you're so sweet. (laughs) So sweet to let her down. Yeah. (laughs) Man, there's nothing wrong with being honest. And if she was really into you, uh, at least now, um, I think that'll help her understand how nice of a guy you are or that you've respected her time and not wasting it and not figuring that out or finding that out later. Like that's probably a better way to put it instead of being like, I spent six months or a year or whatever. Yeah. I mean, then you just now telling me, yeah, that's, that's no bueno. Yeah. I don't know. It was an eye opening thing. There was a lot going on with work and life and all that stuff. And I just knew, like because of all the all the pressure kind of mounting, it wasn't bad pressure. It just is pressure when you're kind of in that mode, right? Yeah. I just knew that I had to do the right thing there. And there was a couple of days where I didn't talk to her, and I was like, I'm not just going to ghost this girl. I'm going to tell her how I feel, and that's, that's what I did. Yeah, it was the first time Absolutely. me really kind of doing that. I could have just settled, gone on a mediocre date, in my opinion. Like it probably would have been okay, but I wanted to do the honest thing, the genuine thing for myself, and just kind of put that out there and I think it's okay. I think that's maybe why karma gave me pink eye. (laughs) (laughs) Hey man, instead of, if you know, it's when you know, you know. Yeah. 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 Exactly. Like I'm, I'm going to just kind of keep it cool and just keep it rolling. Cause right now life is good guys. Like I appreciate getting a place. I could talk to my friends about stuff and opening up and yeah, hopefully one day I tell you all a story about a date that went really good. You know, that's what I'm looking forward to. Yeah, when, when I was about to say, that's right. It, when. It's, when you treat the world the way you treat the world, man, those things come back to you, bro. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, so there's, you yeah. know what I'm saying? So in the respectable manner of the way you've uh, ended that conversation that you were having in the respectable way that you uh, go about everything in life, sir, it, it, it comes. I promise you that. From some dude who got no girls in high school, I was very anti-girlfriend in high school and not by my own choice yeah so and to it comes back around bro it's all about 360s in the world man yeah man spins right appreciate that yeah yeah that's it that's it i'm just lonely that's it but that's that's (laughs) (laughs) hey man keep walking in the dark carrying your torch (laughs) (laughs) you'll find you'll find the light brother you'll find the light (gasps) you hear the harps playing and everything man yeah, I already dude. dug my grave this episode. Wow. Uh, enjoy wow. the enjoy the enjoy the single life, bro. Because <laughs> he, when you find the one that's there for you forever, there'll oh, be yeah. days. 
It'll be days. Where you're just like, you know, this this shovel that I'm digging my grave with, I want to hit you with. Um, <laughs> and then they're <laughs> and they're not very they're not very often, very few and far between, but they still come around, man. So not heard, man. Enjoy yeah. the freedom. Enjoy the freedom yeah, of, uh, of life. Because I had two days off and didn't get to do anything I wanted. <laughs> <laughs> heard, heard. Hey, so real quick before we get rolling into these topics, just wanted to give a quick. Uh, I don't know if it's a shout out or a hey. We wish you a a well wish. That's probably better. Well wishes to Jamie Fox. He was filming a a movie with Cameron Diaz, which is crazy because I thought she uh, I thought she was retiring from acting. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. Suffered a suffered a medical condition um, un, undetermined at the time, but uh, the word on the street is is that it is a stroke, Man. and. I had to look it up. I was like, Jamie Foxx, stroke. He's young, though. I'm still thinking Jamie Foxx is like 42. My yeah. man is 55. It looks great. Yeah. He looks great for 55, man. Um, you know, they say about us black folks, they <laughs> yeah, say black don't say. crack, man. <laughs> we don't crack, man. <laughs> Shout out to my mom. On that one. Oh, man. But yeah, so uh, apparently, you know, he's, he's, he's recovering steadily. Uh, strokes are tough, man. As we yeah. know that's that is absolutely life changing. My uh, my grandmother recently who passed, uh, she suffered a many multiple mini strokes and wasn't the same after that. So uh, I hope that brother Fox is able to recover and recover well, not just hey good enough, but get back to where he was, if not stronger. As you know, time waits for no man, and the the body isn't. Wonderful and interesting thing. So complex, yep. complex, complex thing. Uh, it, it a little not to have not to make light of the situation, but just it had me thinking. Favorite Jamie Fox role, movie, TV show, Living Color, whatever. Ooh, I forgot he was in Living Color. Yeah, buddy. Bro. Yeah. All right, Get y'all with the okie doke. Go yep. for it, man. For me, honestly. I know this is probably going to sound a little dumb. Jamie Foxx show. Oh. Just the way I was coming up. Oh. Jamie Foxx show was hilarious. I got to see it all the time. It wasn't new. It was on rerun status for me. So I, it was it was back to back to back. You got to see how the characters developed and how they piecing together. And that was the baby. And then for me also, Jamie Foxx's voice and his ability to make music is second to none really as an actor somebody mm-hmm. who's primarily an actor to me um from music he's got all he was way before early mid 2000s late 2000s he's got drake on song it don't matter it doesn't matter what was that uh it's, it's your birthday what he got oh, that one gold song digger. with uh yeah uh oh gold digger with kanye west like the yeah. greatest honestly probably performer of at least my generation, somebody who is just multifaceted and performs well in all aspects, man. Those would be my things for Jamie Foxx. So, yeah, dude, I could follow up with that. Um, I remember first seeing Jamie Foxx on Comedy Central as a kid when I wasn't supposed to be watching. I saw, <laughs> I saw Booty Call for the first time when I was a kid on Comedy Central. <laughs> and I was like, man, this dude's super funny. And then some of his comedy specials were also on Comedy Central, like went way late into the night. And yeah, I really always appreciated really funny Jamie Foxx. And then later on, I got to appreciate his roles like he did like Ray, which was just, that set my mind on fire when I saw the dude's range after that. He could sing like him and just have the mannerisms. And like, yeah, the guy embodies anything he really throws himself at. So yeah, I, hope, I hope you get better, Jamie Foxx. This wasn't his best role, but I just love this film, Any Given Sunday. Oh, dang. Yeah, when I was growing I was up, sports movies were my stuff. I never yeah. played football. I loved a good football movie, The Program. Rudy was okay. <laughs> Necessary roughness. But <laughs> but any given Sunday, man, him, Hello. Uh, Cool J, Bellamy, Pacino, Cameron Diaz, hmm. um, just so many good actors in that film. I mean, he, he, Trey mentioned it, the range or 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 how multifaceted he is as a artist. So music, acting, y'all forget he was a stand-up comedian. Yeah. 
Yeah. He is respected. You watch, for, for those of you who watch guys like Rogan and Theo Vaughn, Chappelle, they always throw Jamie Foxx in as one of the greats. Yeah. And it's crazy because he doesn't have a ton of specials. But you could see how funny, and they always say he's the most talented. You see how funny and talented he was. No shade to my, to one of the goats, Eddie Murphy. Eddie Murphy tried to sing. Don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> I heard some songs from Eddie Murphy in like the late oh, 80s, man. I think. Whew. Oh, man. Oh, boy. Yeah. Like party all the time, dude. Oh, <laughs> man. <laughs> Dang. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, painful man. just painful man but yeah oh, so dude. you know much love to texas's own texas's own jamie fox and for those of you who don't know that's not his real name his real name is eric what <laughs> yeah it's like eric bennett eric benet not eric benet i think it's eric bennett he's from a small town in texas he went to a comedy show and it was for women only so he changed his name to jamie fox hmm. and went up there and killed it so that's a little fun fact. I might my my details might be you know a little off here and there as far as the comedy show, but that's the origin of Jamie Fox. He's from Terrell, Texas. Yeah, dang, it's crazy. Yeah, yeah. So wow, get well soon, my man. Get well soon, yeah, brother. Dude. Get well soon. So we love you. Yeah, I ain't shame on that. What we got today, man? What I went we I went today? Miyagi on y'all with the hands, man. Life expectancy in the U.S. I found this to be interesting. So this is an article that just came across my radar. But uh, it says, this is a Time Magazine article. Americans are dying younger, but where you live makes a big difference. So I'm going to go to the Cliff Notes version for those of you who like the TLDR. And then we can kind of like roll back and pick this apart. But income makes a big difference. Where you live. So there is a town in Missouri where I, uh, I think it's called Periscot. Uh, starts with a P. But there's a county that is in Missouri that is one in four uh, black folks. And mm. one of the other one of the other things, black folks tend to live uh, less time by four years. Life expectancy, according to the CDC, is at seventy six especially with things like the pandemic. But um, here are some factors, Medicaid expansion, gun control. Oh, sorry. Medicaid issues, uh, gun, abortions. Yeah, complications from abortions. These all impact life expectancy. And then, of course, the money that you make. Again, income. That's huge. So in a town where people make like 35,000. I think that was in Kentucky. Yeah. yeah. So it was uh, Owsley, Kentucky. I'm sorry, Owsley County in Kentucky and Union County, Florida. The median household income is 35K and life expectancy on average is 67 years old. That's, yeah. that's the lowest in the country. Yeah. And then in that town that I mentioned, like that, that the Missouri one where that was a black community, check this out. Residents die at 64 on average. So they literally work till they die. Yeah, dude. That's terrible. crazy. So I'm, I'm going to stop there. I don't want to uh, throw too much stats and all that at you guys. Wanted to kind of get your your thoughts on that. Go for it. Yeah, so I'm looking at the graph and it just looks like the American South is just all red with younger death. Yes. That's, that's crazy. That was like, going to be the trend I, I mentioned. Yep. Yeah, dude, like you have all these like lower GDP places that are just not full of healthcare and probably full of more uh, issues with like crime and stuff because there's not money being made. And yeah, there's a whole bunch of different reasons why people are just falling off the face of the planet and that could be prevented. We're a first world country. Like it's crazy that there could be like a decade gap between life expectancy if you just lived in another state. Dude, yeah. of wealthy of wealthy countries. Mm. In the world, yeah, we're like so below the average. It's it's yeah, it's crazy, and it's getting worse. They say. Yeah, I think it has a lot to do um, with the food we eat. Oh yeah, first and foremost. Oh, yeah, a lot of the food that we eat is not legal in other countries. A mm. lot of the things that they put in our food, and if you don't know that, maybe that'll be a topic for a different episode. But I watch what you eat. 
Yeah. I, I want you to do some research into what is legal in the U.S. and what's not legal in other countries as far as consumption is concerned. Uh, first of all, I think that's the first factor in all of this as far mm-hmm. as us being lower rated than the other super countries in the world. Um, another thing, specifically on the things that you brought up as far as race is concerned, there's two sides to that coin, in my opinion. One, like wait, 100, what are we in? We're in 2022, 2023, excuse me. Uh, 100 years ago, maybe 140 to 50 years ago, for some reason, black people were thought to have higher pain tolerance. And I think that's one of those things <laughs> that takes, it's it's also on record, look it up. Um, they, I think it's one of those things that takes medicine a moment to catch up to. Yeah. Um, as far as, you know, the South and the African-American fatality rate um, and age. And then on the second thing, Black people being like, oh, nah, they don't know what they're doing as far as the black people go. Are they going to think that we can do this out of the third? So we just don't go. Black yeah. people don't like to go to the doctor. Yeah. Um, I think, and, I think and a then, lot of black and brown people don't like to go to the doctor. They don't like to go to the You're absolutely right. Yeah, I'm raising uh, my hand as we as we're all saying, <laughs> especially me. I can only yeah. I can only talk to my experiences, right? But um, you're absolutely right. And I've got a Hispanic wife. I see the side of the family that yeah, it's bro. the same kind of thing. Now I think about it. And then the third, the biggest thing that we have diving into all this is money. Yeah, money is if not the biggest reason for all this. What did you say? Thirty five thousand dollars a year. It's crazy. I would not be able to afford health care yes health insurance through my employer if i made 35 grand a year there's just no way if i had kids that i can do that yeah. so, so real quick i want to answer uh both in two different parts what you were saying or, or expand um so some of the issues impacting black community I, I honestly i don't think this is uh unique to just black folks i think that again black and brown communities i'm sure there are white people too in poor regions obviously but they call this out specifically in the Time article that uh, largely due to lower quality care, so we suffer con- from conditions like cancer, uh, heart problems, pneumonia, pain management. You talked about going to the doctor, prenatal and maternal health, and overall preventative health. Yeah, you know, just going to the doctor. Hey, I've had this thing over here. Well, if you would have caught that six months ago, oh, really? It's too late now, mm-hmm. you know, just little things. Like, I don't need no doctor. You know, you hear that a lot. I don't need to do no damn doctor. I'm fine. Famous last words. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um, and then you talked about finances. Just to compare, Trey, in Aspen. <laughs> Aspen. Aspen. So think, I'm just thinking of uh, Dumb and Dumber. My Aspen <laughs> not going to the doctor. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> We're talking about a place where the beer flows like wine. <laughs> Aspen. Oh, California? <laughs> oh, God. Okay. Sorry. I, I'm, I'm way off track here. But yeah, life expectancy in Aspen's 87 years old. It's crazy. Yeah. 87 years old. Compared to 64. Uh, and also, yeah. that's and, a 20. And, and, and what did you say? 64? That's a 23 year difference. Right. That's an entire adult human being's difference. Yeah. Well, in. And then another place they in mentioned the that country. was that same expectancy was Santa Clara, California. The difference between these two regions is the wealth. Yeah. You know, so I'm uh, not going to get very political here. Okay. I'm just going <laughs> to say that now. But when you hear people um, talk about disparity and in income and access to things and race and all that, this isn't stuff that's just people it are people aren't just making this up because they're looking for something to complain about. Well, some are. Some are. Let's be fair. Yeah. I don't have exact numbers. I don't care what the exact numbers are. Some are. But I would say a lot aren't. There's data. There's data to back that up. Yeah. I I mean I mean I I absolutely agree. Um, the data in that the healthcare is probably the most, it's honestly, it's not the most controversial issue in America, but it honestly should be. In my opinion, there are other issues that we spoke on to some other weeks that are going on in America right now that are more controversial issues, yeah. but healthcare and universal, I don't, 
universal healthcare, whatever you want to call it, Canada's got it, all these, Denmark, you can go all over the world and you can go to the doctor and unless it's something completely ridiculous that you're going to the doctor for, it should be covered. There, There's just such a great disparity between us and the rest of the world in this regard. Um, and I understand that doctors have to make money and they go to school for a ridiculous amount of time. And then they incur an, a, just a tumultuous amount of debt um, for most of the people that make it through that. Some people, you know, don't have to pay for that. Um, bless in those regards, but there's a lot of things that go into the industry. But when you're talking as a country, if you want a strong country, strong foundational base of a country, then you should make sure that we're all okay. And then when you have to do things like call people in the military or can you imagine a draft now that everybody doesn't have healthcare the way they did a hundred years ago? Yeah. <laughs> like if we have to put things on the, you know, put it on the back burner and go to war. Oh man. Well, I got 17 cavities. I can't do that. <laughs> so it becomes really evident, like how different people are when you're talking to people from other countries and like, you just can't go to the doctor for that. And we are the only ones that go, well, yeah, it costs money. Like even in Mexico, yeah. you can go get decent healthcare if you go to a right place and just go to a decent pharmacy and not pay crazy prices for stuff like insulin. It's getting a little better here in the States, but this is a uniquely American experience not to be able to have everybody uh, benefit from a universal healthcare system. Because it seems like everywhere else has it and it works and it, and it works fine. And it doesn't, I, yeah. No, I was going to say, I will be fair. Because I know I've got some friends of mine who are probably, you know, screaming at their uh, <laughs> their 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 speakers as they're listening to this. <laughs> but you know, taxes yeah. are also higher in those countries, so it's not going to be a perfect match. Mm-hmm. That said, I mostly agree with you guys that we do need to look, we need to reevaluate our healthcare system. We really need to figure that out. That's a larger political yeah. topic. Yeah, it's, it's weird that it has to be political. It, I, I, it's 100%, I 100% agree with you. I, I mean, it's like, why are we politicizing, you know, basic health? Yeah. Look, man, I don't make a lot of money uh, per year. Made more in my previous job than I do now. But if you told me instead of getting, what, what do you get, $2,500 per kid? <laughs> On your tax returns, if you were going to take $750,000 off of that, I got $1,500 for kids on my tax returns, but I didn't have to worry about them going to the doctor, paying for their shots. My kid just got strep throat last week. It was $106 for me to go to the doctor. Uh, Like, Luckily, I have the ability to put money into flex spending accounts, and I really don't have that kind of financial flexibility, but it's a necessity uh, to cover those costs in this country. You can tell me, oh, we'll give you $1,000 per kid, but you don't have to pay for them if they ever go to the doctor and they're under 18. Like, bet. <laughs> sign me up. Like, yeah. you know, like yeah. sign me up. Yeah, like, I'm cool. Like, I'm cool with that. Like, I'm cool. My kids be not feeling it. I'm like, eh. I hit the, I hit the old school. Here's some ginger ale. Yeah. <laughs> a little spray. Some, 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 some tussin. Some tussin. <laughs> yep, tussin. <laughs> You know what I mean? We'll be all right. Like, nah, you might need antibiotics, but we should put some Robitussin on it. Shake the bottle up, you get put better. some water in it, more Tussin. <laughs> some Sprites and ginger right here. Exactly. And a lime. Yeah, dude. throw a lime yeah, in the there. Lime. The, the lime's got the stuff that kills the germs. That's what you got to realize. But yeah, dude. <laughs> but, <laughs> but, man, that's just, I, I just think it's a crazy stat, man. Yeah. In a crazy country that we're living in and a crazy time that we're living in. As far as that's concerned, man. Yeah, so there's a there are a couple of things here that they talk about as far as preventative to help out with this. So uh, I, again, I touched on gun control is one yep. of the. Sorry, I mentioned guns violence. Uh, apparently, there are more people that die by guns than cars. According yeah. to this article, I did not double check that source. I thought it was the other way around. Not that I'm trying to get my uh, you leave the gun owners alone, leave us alone stance but i i could have sworn i heard something else uh heard that word you know they probably put car crashes are more common than mass shootings or shootings of that nature i would believe that 
but the fatality rate between car crashes and shootings are probably mad different. Yeah, the stats yeah. probably yeah. it's probably yeah. vice versa in that regard. Yeah. You probably have a lot more deaths per shooting than deaths per car crash. Yep. If I just I again no research on that, but if I just had to put my thought to it, it'd be it'd be something that I had to do along with those. So overdoses kill more than a hundred thousand people a year. Guns kill more people than cars do. No source on that. So anyway, that's their, this is according to an expert that uh, they, they uh, interviewed for the article. Um, things that prevent it, expanding the EITC and the CTC. The EITC is the Earned Income Tax Credit. And then as Trey mentioned earlier, CTC is the Child Tax Credit. Uh, and it says they have been um, some of America's most successful, wow, successful, <laughs> successful <laughs> poverty alleviation <laughs> programs <laughs> successful hey y'all yeah that's a new word for you right there man he's really successful <laughs> man he got um, he got four kids see how successful we he was last <laughs> next season <Man. laughs> nice sorry but yeah it says uh, 11 states have enacted their own cdc programs and 31 states have implemented their own eitc programs putting more cash into the most needy homes so that's one way to help mitigate uh, Medicaid expansion. So it states that expand Medicaid save more than 200 lives per every 100,000 people and mm. decrease the risk of premature death by roughly 50% for older adults oh, who gain side. coverage. Yep. Okay. Because control- I was like that 200 for 100,000 people. Sorry. Don't mean to interrupt, but like that's a minuscule fraction. Yeah. Um, yeah. But that that other 50% fraction makes me feel a little better about that expansion. And then three, gun control, which I, I want to, we, we have a double tap we want to follow up on, speaking yeah. of the gun control topic. But uh, st- stronger gun control measures in states also improve life ex- expect- expectancy. So the South has some of the most lenient gun control measures, lost 5.7 million years of life expectancy in the period from... <sighs> 2009 to 2018 Dang. from firearm related deaths. Bro, that's like an epoch, man. That's like Boy, a that's a lot. Yeah. yeah. That's that's a that woo. Lord have mercy. Uh like I I'll just came and went. Dang. Compared to northeastern states which have much stronger gun control, uh they said they've had one fifth the loss mm. in the expectancy. So, they're not even saying take guns away. Just change a few things. Yeah. Okay, that's crazy. Whew. Drug overdose prevention. Well, we all know fentanyl's huge. Yeah, that's 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 the killer. That is not yeah, a killer. That is right the now. killer. That is man. I boy oh boy. So it says, uh, drug overdose deaths saw life expectancies. Sorry, states that introduced policies to prevent drug overdose deaths saw life expectancies increase by eleven percent. So it says the CDC estimates that half of all unintentional deaths last year that took people's lives too early were attributed to drugs, the drogas, mm-hmm. the overdoses. Crazy, man. It's crazy. And then lastly, abortion access, which I would say is, of all these, the most, uh, most controversial or second compared to guns, <laughs> which is crazy. Uh, but lastly... While the data has not fully revealed the impact of the Supreme Court's ruling on Dobbs versus Jackson, this decision may drive further divides in life expectancy for Southern states that have in turn limited abortion access. Hmm. So, yeah, man, um, I'm not going to touch too much on abortion because that's a whole wider can of worms. But these are just some of the things that they're talking about that may help with life expectancy. If you will allow me to put on a layer of tinfoil for just a moment. You Get the hat on, bro. Get the cone out, yeah. Go for it. Is this a secure line? <laughs> <laughs> um, dude, you have, you guys have always heard the conspiracies about trying to depopulate the earth because we are vastly overpopulated. Yes. You know, ah, sometimes yes. I wonder. Sometimes, and I wonder. <laughs> uh, sometimes I wonder... If they just say, mm, we could fix this. Of course, there's money too, right? There's no money in a cure for a lot of things. But if if the conspiracy theorists are right, and it's all about depopulation, let it go. Change nothing. Man. Let nature take its course. 
Man, you know, I love putting on my tinfoil hats, bro. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I keep a couple of those tinfoil straight beams in the in the closet, bro. <laughs> you know what I mean? The fitted tinfoil hats, bro. Take it back. Uh, <laughs> man, okay, so. You don't um, wear a Clue Era. You wear a clue era. <laughs> He's looking for clues. <laughs> man, I got that straight. Uh, what is it? Reynolds rap? What is it? Uh, <laughs> uh, but. Uh, as far as depopulate, okay, uh, depopulation is a crazy topic, especially with as controversial as things are going. I have some controversies with some things you want to talk about. I don't want to bring things up in too much as far as politicizing things. We've had our opinions about guns. Um, I, I, you know, this is kind of dating back. We may have been beta when we kind of talked about the abortion things as well. Yes, we were. Uh, but healthcare is healthcare, and I think that if you need healthcare, it should be available to you in any way, shape, or fashion um, that you see fit. Now, should all should it all be priced the same? Should it all be free? I really don't think so. I think if you want to do preventative things, or if you want to do other anti-preventative things, um, there are people that have to pay money to, um, you know, do other things in life that they want to do. Yeah. Those all shouldn't be included, but there should be some things that are universally accessible uh, to people. Um, that's going to be my take on that specifically. But getting into the tinfoil hat theory on your life expectancy, I actually have that kind of thought when it comes to all the violence that we're seeing nowadays. Yeah. Kind of takes me into that, um, which shortens up that life expectancy conversation. But then you also have the exact opposite in my opinion, because if they really wanted to shorten life expectancy and worry about the 8 billion people that are on this planet, because it is 8 billion now, mm-hmm. um, abortion wouldn't be such a hot topic. Mm. Yeah. Like, wouldn't you want higher rates or access, easier access to things like that if you really wanted to depopulize the earth? But then again, there's one world order versus the people that are against that no, you know, no, we're not going to go to this one world order and depopulize. We're going to keep every person we can. Is that what's going on? We don't know. You uh, you forgot about the one key war, the religious versus the elites. And the no. elites may not have anything to do with religion, right? The, the, the elites say there's too many people. You're depleting resources. Things are getting expensive. We got to find a way to stay in control, right? And then the religious people say, well, you know, all babies are precious. Just on that specific narrow topic, right? So, yeah, there's a whole, there is a whole. That's a can of worms, That's a baby. big can of worms that I'm not going to, we're not going to get into here. But yeah, I just, I, I saw this article and I was like, man, I really got to share this with the guys. This is, uh, this is interesting. Can I ask one question to y'all on this? And it's a little bit of a can of worms. Mm. I'm sorry. Go for it. The religious governmental mandates, just like a minute each. Like, what do you think about that? Is that is that too crazy? Um, I'll start. I don't think religion has any place in government when the one of the one fundamental, at least in America, Bill of Rights is freedom of religion. Yeah, I think you have to keep that completely separate. If you're going to have that in the constitution, I think you have to keep them separate. Yeah. Yeah. Separation of church and state. You know, we left, we, we left England, right? We, we left them because they were a theocratic regime at one point, weren't they? So we fight, mm-hmm. we fight against in the middle East and other places, uh, authoritarian theocratic regimes. And so for us to kind of, have that kind of tiptoe into some of the policies when we're supposed to have a separation of church and state. Um, it is concerning depending on how you, you know, how you look at it. You know, if you're a person who is absolutely not religious, or even if you are religious, but you believe in a separation of church and state, that's, that's not what you want to see. If you're a person who is religious and you say, look, God before anything, it does not matter. God rules all, then you're saying I have no problem with it. So, uh, yeah, that's that's a Great tough. I, yeah, that's yeah, that's I, I try to I try to look at them 
from both angles. So I think a lot of interest is guided by these things because you could be a politician and a clergy member at the same time. There's no rules against that. Um, but yeah, that's just one of those things. It's a, it's a truth about this world and about the way this world functions that all these things influence all these other things too. But when you got so many people from different sides pulling in different directions, you get this crazy schism. You get like, you get contradictory laws in place between states. You get people not actually getting help they need as opposed to stuff that they don't need, you know? And I don't know when I see that, when I see that big rash of red in the South, there's a whole lot of things that you can chalk up to. Here's my conspiracy theory. I think it's Waffle House, number one. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you can chalk up to to just these are the problems that people face because of this, that, and the third. But when it comes down to it, um, we all kind of forget that we're all people. Then we all have to live by the golden rule. But for some reason, when it becomes a, a, a greater topic amongst a greater group of people, that golden rule just changes to best fit the majority of those folks. And that's uh, that should be done altruistically and not like in a self-serving interest kind of way. It shouldn't always it shouldn't leave anybody without for you to have. That's just like an ethos that I have in my life, though. But I don't know if we can ever find a place like that with such a big world with with so many people and so many different interests. You know. And just to clarify, car means red, as in the the deaths, not yeah. as in. Red versus blue, Democrat versus Republican. Yes, yeah, uh, according that. to no, no, no. You're you're totally cool. I just wanted to clarify that. So, yeah, speaking of clarifying details, uh, we usually do our cleanup ahead of time, but we just were so eager to jump into, or I was really eager to jump into that one. Uh, I want to take a step back and do a quick update on last week's Tennessee GOP. Oh yeah, issue. So. Got some details. I've listened and read some things since then. And I think at one point I asked you, Trey, you know, what the offense was. And you explained it pretty well. You you you, you paraphrased it, summarized it, and that you basically they're showing out that the behavior is unbecoming meant, uh, for somebody in that role. Here's the thing, Skip. Um, <laughs> so I was listening to a podcast, We're Not Wrong, and the three hosts were arguing about it. I don't know. I don't want to say arguing, but spirited debate. There are some di- disagreements. Yeah. So one, two, two of the three were saying that they don't, the behavior of the big three out of the Tennessee three. Yeah was not cool. And I'm I'm grossly underselling that. But basically what happened is they went in there with a bullhorn, apparently. That was a detail I didn't have. They had a oh. bullhorn and proceeded to go at it for 45 minutes in the middle of a hearing. Yeah. So that is the reason why, a big reason why those guys were expelled. All three agree the expulsion was stupid. You can censure them right? Some form of suspension, but to totally expel them. Yeah. That's a, to to me, that's a bridge too far. Um, but I wanted to bring that detail to light because I wanted to get your thoughts as a follow-up tray. And for you, car, you you listened to the show, you weren't there, but having that little bit of information, how do you feel? So I think, uh, I think knowing that information now that they caused like this scene, I think a performative action was met with another performative action to to kind of just show force because they went in and in some people's eyes, maybe sandbagged that whole thing. And then they got met with these consequences that were way blown out of proportion to kind of meet that because it was a disruptive thing. And yeah. There were some yeah. undertones mentioned of them like kind of not knowing their place, which that's weird. Yeah. That's, yeah. that's super weird because yeah. Cause they're professionals. They're like voted in by the people and you know, that's, that's what we voted for. That's who we voted for. These are the people that will represent us, but also that it just rubbed a lot of other, the other majority of those people that we voted into the wrong way. And it, was, I'm glad you said that, man, you, you made a salient point because Jen Briney, one of the co-hosts, she mentioned that you've just left 
voters without yeah. representation. Yeah. By doing expulsion. So I, I'm glad you brought that up. I, I do agree with that. It's like, hey, okay, there's got to be a better way to do it because expelling them. That's uh, naughty schoolboy stuff. Like they're not, right. they're not kids. Like they knew exactly what they were doing. You know. Right. And I, and I understand that that's annoying. You got a dude with a bullhorn coming at you 45 minutes and yelling in your ear. I'd be like, you know, get GTFO as well. Yeah. But you got to remember, you've got people that are better being represented. Mm-hmm. Um, for me. The blowhorn thing. So I knew about it. I wasn't sure the exact thing behind it. Uh, I listened to, to Kamala Harris' speech, which I touched on last week. Mm-hmm. Um, and in her speech, she said that they had their mics cut. Was that the case? I do not know. Do not know, first and foremost, if they had their time run short. I know when you get into these, these congressional debates, there's a time limit on things like that. Um, so if you have a time cut short because they don't agree with you, and then you result to a blowhorn, I can kind of understand what's going on there. Uh, for me, uh, specifically, I'll, I'll just put it out there. Like, I think that a lot of what we do in the system, as far as our democracy is not working well, it's partially broken. Mm. Um, so for young lawmakers, uh, to do something different, to get their point across, I uh, again, I understand the we we talked about last week. I understand like, hey, this is a place that you represent. You don't do that, you know. Here, it's like going to your job and protesting and striking while trying to do your job. Like, it's not going to fly in a lot of places. But in the position that these guys have to represent people, sometimes what your people are saying is going falling on deaf ears. You got to turn the volume up, turn the gain up, man. Um, yeah. And make sure that they can hear you one way or another. Um, and especially in such a tragic, tragic uh, circumstance that Tennessee was dealing with at the time, uh, still dealing with the country's dealing with this every day. I get on my phone and there's another something going on that shouldn't be as far as these violent acts are uh, pertaining to. You know, I, I think the expulsion was unnecessary. I'm going to reiterate that. Um, I and I. If they were to find him, here's a week suspension, like in the NBA, can't play for a couple of games. Right. Fine. Expelling him was it was too far. And I think it showed the true nature and colors of the system. And I'm not just gonna specifically speak on racial things. We spoke about that last week, but just the system in whole. If you don't agree with us, you can't play ball. If you don't want to, you know, play by the rules and you can't hop in the game, man, that's not the way democracy works. So, yeah, there's my soapbox on that. No, that's good. That's good. Uh, and, and for our, our dear listeners, you know, it, it's a double tap. That's what we do. Actually, it's a triple tap now. <laughs> it could, if you take Tennessee's drama in total. But, um, yeah. No, that's good. Yeah, yeah I, I felt that was just really important to to bring that up and just give that detail in case anybody who's listening to the epi- the, the last episode goes, <sighs> There's something missing. Yeah, there's something (laughs) missing there. That you guys left this out. Well, now you have it. So, Tesla. (laughs) Tesla, Tesla, Tesla. They got them. uh, You better start putting some some sticky notes, some tape on your Tesla cams, (laughs) man. It's pretty (laughs) wild, guys. Like that's. uh, (laughs) This is the future we live in. It's crazy. Yeah. So. Tesla cameras have been recording people in, um, well, videos have been captured of, of people in their natural environments, <laughs> natural elements, we'll say. No, no. So according to uh, a lawsuit by plaintiff Henry Ye, or Ye, um, he's a California resident who owns a Model Y. He sued Tesla on Friday on behalf of himself and all other people in the U.S. who owned or leased a Tesla any time in the past four years. The lawsuit draws from allegations um, that was based on interviews with nine former Tesla employees. And there's a Reuters article attached. I'm looking at real quick Ars Technica, but that it references a Reuters special report. But some of the footage included was a man walking naked to his car, people in quite literal intimate positions. 
That's a flex. <laughs> yeah, hey, that, that's, 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 that's yeah. right, right, exactly. Uh, Just saying. Videos of kids, videos of pets. You know, I, I talk with one of my closest friends, uh, probably one of my best friends, uh, my boy B, and he's a Tesla owner. He's actually got two now. Dang. Yeah. And so he was like, people are getting all up in arms about nothing. You know, stuff records you all the time. He says, you don't think the security camera at Walmart zooms in on big booties when they see one? Yeah, that made me chuckle pretty good. But I think the difference is, and I'm paraphrasing myself, but the difference- It's a public space. Public space, but also people, I think, have the idea that that footage is going to be used for emergencies, incidents, and troubleshooting. Yeah. Specifically those three things. I, I don't think that they are expecting, as what did happen, and I'm going to say, uh, uh, get to the details, but they didn't expect people at Tesla to create their own reels, YouTube shorts, TikToks. Because hmm. that's, that's what's happening. Dumb. Yeah, They're passing these videos around amongst their departments and having a laugh. Some people's <laughs> pets were even created into freaking memes. That's so weird. Like it's, it's, yeah, it's cutesy and stuff, but it's very invasive. And I can't imagine any of the people that work behind the scenes are thinking that's a good idea. Like what compels you? Especially if you drive yeah, one. Yeah. 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 Well, imagine like logging into the M&T and seeing, <laughs> seeing yourself. Exactly. Just being coined out of there. Yeah. 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 You're just like, oh, huh. That's me. But I mean, obviously this hasn't been released to the public release. Not that we're unaware of. I'm sure yeah. somebody may have, at some point, may log into Reddit and go, that looks like my house. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Maybe not. Uh, of course, people are going to, I don't want to say overreact, but because it's a it's an Elon Musk thing, there's a little bit of that spice with all the stuff that's been going on with Twitter, all yeah. the stuff that's go- obviously going on with, sorry, all the stuff that's been going on with Tesla, obviously Twitter, and then Every once in a while, um, SpaceX comes out. They just can yeah. They just can launch today or today yesterday. Yeah, SpaceX comes out every once in a while and shakes things up and, and gets in the news, right? So I, I wanted to get you guys' thoughts on this, just because I'll give you my quick two cents. I think it's kind of gross, not gross as in ew, but it's just kind of like, come on, guys, use it for its intended purposes. I'm not. I'm not upset per se about them capturing footage. But if you, because do what you said you're going to be doing. Apparently, according to their to their written statement, it says that stuff isn't being captured like all the time and used in any funky way, but it was. It was. So let me, let me, uh, let me read this specifically. So let me find it here. Tesla captures recordings of people vulnerable on their own property, in their own garages, and even in their own homes, including at least one instance where Tesla cameras captured video of a man naked in his home. (laughs) Tesla also captured and disseminated videos and images of customers' pets, even their children, as I mentioned, a group that society has long recognized as vulnerable to exploitation and manipulation. Indeed, parents' interest in their children's privacy is one of the most fundamental liberty interests society recognizes. Okay, since 2019, they have accessed these images, not for the stated purposes of communication, fulfillment of services, and enhancement of Tesla vehicle driving systems, but for the tasteless and torturous entertainment of Tesla employees, and perhaps those outside the company, and the humiliation of those surreptitiously recorded, Ye's lawyers wrote. So, there you go. (laughs) I just I don't know. I had to I had to read all that because it just felt too important to not state. Now those are good facts for um for me. Look, okay, look, I'm a I got two kids, I'm married. I know that if my kids weren't in the car that and I was, I was driving for a minute, <laughs> you know, there'd be some things I'm trying to trying to right. get to happen every once in a while. It don't happen a lot. I don't want you recording that stuff, mm-hmm. man. You have no, especially if I got autopilot. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> say less. Yeah. I'm going to click autopilot on. Yeah. I'm going to put the seat back a little bit. 
What did Mr. Uh, Shakur say? Light night, hit the highway, dropped the top. I pulled over getting busy in the parking lot. <laughs> it's uh man, that's a uh, that's really where it comes in for me. Um especially if you're only say you're gonna use them for certain certain aspects, and that's obviously not the case. That's also a, a breach of the, the contract, uh, first and foremost from a legal uh, yeah. perspective. But then to just throw another layer on it, like you said, the, the the privacy of your kids and what you're like, okay, so if my kids are in the car, like I don't listen to bad music when my kids are in the car. I don't do anything tumultuous when my kids are in the car, but still my kids are in the car. Yeah. I also like make it a point that on my profiles, you don't see a lot of pictures of my kids. Yeah for specific reasons uh, that are, that pertain to me. I don't, I don't like my kids being out there in the social media world on a hundred percent. Can't talk, can't make my mom do something. Can't make my wife do something they don't want to do. But for me, I uh, try to avoid those situations. So, so to know that Tesla is using that information within the company for their own enjoyment, just opens things up. What happens if they get outside the company? What if like, what other avenues do you have? Because obviously if you're sharing that thing through an instant messaging platform or an email platform to people across your company, the possibility of breach increases, right? Um, so that's kind of my take on that. They're increasing the possibility of people's private moments and private places being exposed to the public when it's unnecessary and unwarranted. Yeah, man. Um, just imagine, you know, not even from the perverted angle, right? But let's just say, hey, took a shower, you're home alone. Some houses have the washer and dryer in the garage. You're like, you know what? It's just me. I'm going to run out to the garage real quick, all natural. I'm going to grab, I'm going to grab my favorite shirt or some new underwear because I ran out of underwear. And the Tesla's beaming in on your twig and berries, <laughs> you know, your bits and pieces, <laughs> cheeks out, you yeah. know, now the, the, zooming in on that fat ass. <laughs> <laughs> so here's, here's the funny part, right? They said that, um, they can't link individuals to their vehicles. Yeah. But that but. The, the lie detector to test determined that was a lie. Because location to say, yeah. Yeah, location can be pinpointed, which shows who you are. So this vehicles is, have VIN numbers. Well, not just the, attributed to people. Well, not yeah. even just not even the VIN number though. It's like if I know your location, I know where you live. I right, like even if it doesn't know that it belongs to one Trey M. If I go and I get that location, and I know that this car is at this address at a specific time of day right? For the rest of the night, let me go do a lookup. If you're the house owner, for example, go do a lookup in the public records. Oh, that house belongs to Trey M. Therefore, I know that this car belongs to you or you're at least leasing it. So yeah. So just in a quick second nature, I just feel like it's, it's like an IP address. Like if I know that this car was purchased by this person and is registered to this person, no matter where you are, like a lot of times it's going to be attributed to that person. Right. Like Texas knows what car I own. Yeah. Right. They know that this vehicle is mine. So if I go through a toll road and don't pay a toll, they know who to send a ticket to. Right. And I feel like once you get into even deeper into the manufacturer of the car, knowing who has what car, especially in, uh, such an automated field that Tesla navigates in. I feel like that's location, VIN number, registration. They're going to know who you are. It, it's not going to be that hard. So this is all very terribly interesting because we all grew up watching like America's Funniest Home Videos. This is kind of <laughs> like the next extension of that. Also bundled in with like the Patriot Act, which is super weird, <laughs> but you get like a privatized country. You get a privatized company to have access to a massive database of people butt naked changing their laundry, getting busy in a parking lot, uh, having their dog go crazy in a car, what have you. Just, you know, everything is out there. Everything is accessible. There is somebody manning the station there. 
this is like a natural thing that comes up. People are by nature curious. They want to do these. They want to look inside the past the veil and share with other people something that's humorous or, or whatever. Like really, you're just kind of disturbing. Really, people are all over the place when it comes to stuff like that. When you have the keys, you will you will want to gravitate towards those things. It's just a given. But we have yet to kind of hit a landmark case and to where somebody uses this for a really bad purpose. Disgruntled employee trying to find their ex, what have you, right? These are just scenarios. But with the possibility of it being there because it's being used for something kind of silly, it can also exist for pure evil. And this is like, this is the part that kind of um, uh, puts me like on red alert for sure. I just, I don't see it ending without more regulation on top of what are, what already is there. But, you know, they're a private company. They're just probably going to have to figure out internally how to crack down better. But I'm pretty sure you as a, shoot, I don't even know if you own a Tesla technically when you buy one because there's like conditions that you have to meet. But yeah, when you sign the terms and conditions for your car, when you drive away with it, I'm pretty sure you agree to half of all those things. You know, I hope I hope the litigator for this case like really goes deep into what the terms and conditions are for owning or leasing or even getting the privilege to drive one are exactly, you know. Yeah, I mean, it looks like so far uh, they are. I mean, they are. <laughs> they they are saying that Tesla has a history of privacy violations, and you know, there was a investigation in Europe for complaints, um, and the Dutch privacy uh, and Dutch privacy regulators got on Tesla too. So, yeah, man, this is just. Uh, more fuel to the fire for Tesla. Um, it's a n- new meaning of going Dutch. <laughs> exactly, exactly. I'm telling you, man, it's 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 going to be crazy. But hey, I hope that they are able to really stick it to them on this. Hold them. Well, let's not stick it to them. Hold them accountable. Stick it to them is a little rough, but hold them accountable. They fix this. They make sure their terms and conditions and what exactly they use the data for, how it's captured, et cetera. That's all worked out. And um, the people that sued, I hope they they enjoy their thirty eight dollars and fifty three cents. Yeah, <laughs> it's going to be because like I mean, you're you know, be 50 that's, bucks. It's a, yeah, yeah, it's a class. These class act class action lawsuits are it, it's they're good, but they're also just annoy me because you get oh you're in. You're you're entitled to some money from AT and T, and you sue for millions, and you all end up with a twenty dollar bill on your door in your freaking mail, <laughs> while the attorneys are going, licking their thumbs and counting their money. So it's just it's just ridiculous, man. Um, but I mean, like a, like the article says, there's only nine people so far. But come on, you already know. You yeah. already. Oh yeah, know. people are about to. You know how many Teslas have been bought in the last year and a half? Yeah, dude. Oh, <laughs> two years. And there's there's no signs of slowing down with the release of the Cybertruck coming any day now. Yeah, I they're mean, actually out. Yeah, there's some of them finally driving around. Oh, there are. Yeah. Okay, I, I haven't seen any yet. So I mean, hey, I hope I hope those one thousand people that work at Tesla had a great time looking at <laughs> you know, Tesdoc. Yeah, the memes. Yeah, they're just sharing Teals. dumb memes. Yeah. Torts. It was the greatest meme in the history of Tesla. Yeah. <laughs> but you're fired. <laughs> well, that's why I tried to tell them they should have put it on Truth Social. They put it on Truth Social, and it would have been great. They could have looked at all the little tic- the, the, the Tesla talks. All they wanted to would have been great. You know what I'm thinking? Not the Tesla talks. <laughs> real quick, <laughs> real quick uh, I'll, kind of, I'll kind of wrap it up a little bit with this one. But you know how like there's uh, an FAA, obviously, it monitors everything that's in the sky, even the low altitude stuff, like it still gets considered in a way. Yes. Uh, maybe, I don't know, it seems like a lot of overhead, but maybe that's the way we should go with these new smart devices that, that are mobile. Um, mobile transportation should probably get kind of an eye like that, but also maybe adopt the black box method to where there's like some sort of embedded system in there that has that kind of private data that you can access later after the fact of, you know, quote, a plane crash. You know what I mean? Absolutely. No, that's just an idea. You know, I I like it. It's a good idea. No, I I like it. And I think as we give up more and more of our data, Mm -hmm. that's all it (laughs) is. Someone's going to have to figure this out. Um, or maybe they don't want to because yeah they want to know what the masses are up to right you can't spy on me wink wink 
So <laughs> you agreed to these spying term and conditions, right? Right, because yeah. how many of us are reading the Eula? Walmart zooming in on that big booty. <laughs> I can't I've, leave it I've got family outside. members that are that, that you know that are in the legal system, and I got friends that are in the legal system, you know, or that are that are lawyers, litigators, and it's like a lot of these cats ain't reading the Eulas themselves. Yeah. So, you know, South Park had a great episode on that. I'm just gonna leave it. There. <laughs> well, fellas, I think that is gonna do it. It's been a great episode having the band back together. Carson, <laughs> thank you. <laughs> Your presence was felt and missed last last episode. So uh, you can find us at Common Sense Media on uh, Twitter, Common Sense Media on Instagram. Rate and review the show. Give us a follow on your platform of choice, and follow I mean your podcast. And please, in your podcatcher of choice, leave us a review there. It helps us out. It gives us visibility. All that good stuff. I'm not going to talk at length. You know what to do. Don't forget to smash that like button. Hit subscribe. <laughs> Stay wavy. Stay wavy. Yeah. We love you, wavy babies. Until the next one, we're going to say bye. <laughs>